0: hockey fans we've got a special crossover episode for you as you've got two teams in the pacific division hitting the ice today it's a seattle kraken game day and who are we playing none other than the vancouver canucks so i am joined by justin justin pooney how are you
1: i'm doing good erica how are you i'm glad to uh be a part of this crossover uh I'm excited. Unfortunately, both teams are not really in the playoff chase, but it's still always fun when the Kraken and the Canucks do battle. So I'm looking forward to it and I'm ready to have some fun.
0: Well, let's get Kraken, as we like to say at Locked on Kraken. We're going to give you the players to watch, who we think is going to make an impact in the game, and obviously uh, the stats and facts as our two teams hit the ice later tonight.
1: Your Locked On
0: Canucks, your
1: daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
0: your team every day. All right, all right, hockey fans, as always, over at Locked On Kraken, we want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day, but Also, we've got some uh, locked-on Canucks fans as well, Justin. So we're excited again to have this Pacific Division rivalry coming down to the wire for both of our seasons, essentially. (laughs) But it's still a good time. Um, Okay, so Justin, why don't we get started with tonight's matchup, and then Mm -hmm. we'll get to know a little bit more about how the season has gone for the Vancouver Canucks and the Seattle Kraken, respectively. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: I think the, all Canucks fans know this season kind of, at least in my opinion, started off with a lot of promise and a lot of hope that potentially finally a full, complete season will transpire into a nice playoff berth. And unfortunately, they got up to the worst start possible of firing head coach Travis Green, firing GM Jim Ruther- uh, Jim Benning, excuse me, hiring new G- president of hockey operations, Jim Rutherford, hiring new head coach Bruce Roach. And the team kind of took off. They were on a 10-game win streak, kind of cooled off. And then lately, they were obviously on fire, a seven-game uh, seven win streak. And everybody thought, you know, the playoffs were in reach. But unfortunately, too little, too late. And its they're still mathematically alive. But if we're thinking with our heads, not our hearts, we all kind of know that it's another season, another a wasted season, another season looking at the draft lottery rather than the playoff standings.
0: Yeah, that's a tough go. And since we we got right into that, let's take a look here at these standings in the West in particular. I mean, we just took on the Colorado Avalanche. We know Mm -hmm. that they've been zooming through. But if we look at the position in particular, obviously a division that we both no very well well. Mm -hmm. you see we we, uh don't we're not really in the running anywhere there (laughs) we kind of knew that that was gonna be the case um expansion franchise and really just couldn't get any stride we just got our longest um win streak which was three games Mm -hmm. and then got that snapped uh unceremoniously by the Minnesota Wilds. But um, you see some of the teams up here, Calgary, Edmonton, even Los Angeles, and Absolutely. Vegas fighting for their lives mm-hmm. tonight, Justin. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that was a very uh, – that game on Sunday against San Jose was a very – if Vegas does not make the playoffs, will haunt them for a very long time.
0: Yes. Yes, indeed. And you know what? Uh, We were talking about it with another podcast that covers the Minnesota wild. You got to win the games. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be a playoff team, you got to win the games with teams that really haven't proven that they're a contender. One thousand, And that's. That's what makes the difference. You know, we've played spoiler a time or two here this season. I will say selfishly before we get into our matchup tonight, I will say selfishly that when we started the Locked On podcast, the Locked On Kraken podcast, excuse me, uh, since we're the new t- kids on the block, mm-hmm. just got started in uh, almost a year in, in July. Um, but um, I did make a prediction That uh, we would win a Stanley Cup, that being the Seattle Kraken, before the the Las Vegas Golden Knights. So selfishly, if they get booted from the playoffs this season, it gives me a little bit of time to (laughs) to make that prediction come true.
1: Yeah, I thought you were going to go that the Seattle crack and we're guaranteed to win a Stanley Cup for the Canucks. And I was going to be like, well, that's not... Oh. Right. I was like, wow, already, we just started this year already throwing the jabs at us like that, but...
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> no, uh,
1: Um, I think, um, hey, I, I think for Seattle, it was kind of very high expectation for people to expect them to be like Vegas and have that Vegas-like success right away because what Vegas did in that first year was kind of... Astounding, make it to the Stanley Cup finals. And I think Seattle's going about it the right way, building with young players into the draft and creating a good, um, you know, a good foundation. I always talk about on my podcast that if you want to be successful in, business, in a business or a sports team or anything like that, you have to have a solid foundation and build your way up. And I think Seattle's um, building that strong foundation right now
0: yeah indeed indeed it, it, so many things are different between las vegas mm-hmm. and seattle ron francis had made that evidently clear that being said it's going to be a really interesting off season i think this yeah. is where he has to cut his teeth as a general manager for an expansion franchise to kind of exercise all those golden knights demons mm-hmm. and really you know stop making the excuses and now we're not exactly in the same place, but much closer to a level playing field with no expansion draft coming up. We'll have another entry draft coming up Mm -hmm. and we get to play the free agency game. And, uh, obviously we got a lot of draft picks. So I'm thinking we're going to move some of those. (laughs) Yeah, most definitely. Hey, those
1: are assets that you can use to build your roster. Something the Canucks fans wish they did more of utilize their draft picks to acquire new players or replenish the system.
0: Exactly. So that comes with a little, a little bit of heartache and heartbreak. I know everyone was looking at us as you know the Mister Steal Your Man, <laughs> you know, in, in the summer. But now, you know, we're the ones having to offload some guys already at the trade deadline, and methinks um, it it's going to happen again in the off season. But okay, we're going to get a little bit more into our teams um, and and what all of that looks like. But let's get into the game tonight. Because I know I took some early jabs at Vegas. I mean, it was right there, low hanging fruit, had to do it. But now, now it's when, you know we become rivals because yeah, no, no more, got, uh,
1: it's the the gloves are off as they say
0: gloves are off. <laughs> that being said, the Seattle Kraken already have a few bruises <laughs> that being that uh, you quite squarely uh, have the series. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing that we can do about that at this point in time. Uh, you know, that being said, we always do want to try and be competitive here. You can see that both teams are on, unfortunately a two game lo- losing streak. Of the Seattle Kraken exactly at five hundred in their last ten, whereas you're six two and two. So l- give us a little insight. You know what have the last handful of games looked like for the Canucks?
1: Well, I think the last ten games have been just that. What like I mentioned, that whole push for the playoffs, minus the last two games in Minnesota and Calgary. The Canucks were the hottest team in the league. They were playing, firing on all cylinders. They were getting contributions from. The top of the line, all the way down to the bottom, guys like Elias Pedersen, who many people at the beginning of the season were questioning is he just really that all star level caliber player? Um, GM Patrick Alvin even said in the media that he thought the Canucks didn't have a superstar caliber player. And when you look at Elias Pedersen's last 30 30 odd games or so, he's on pace for a 52 goal season plus another and around 110 points. That's a superstar, in my opinion, right there. Unfortunately, they, we lost our captain, Bo Horvat, to injury, who's basically going to be out for the season. He had just had a career year, 31 goals. JT Miller has had an awesome year, 96 points. Hopefully, he cracks the 100 point barrier. Quinn Hughes has had 60 plus points from the back end. So, there's a lot of good stories uh, with the Canucks, but there's also the same old story of no playoffs. And I think we can attest that to just a slow start that they couldn't bounce back from. Um, Mm -hmm. so we're definitely looking, we're still mathematically live. I think they, unfortunately, I think we're going to beat the Kraken tonight for you guys expense, but (laughs) we're all going to be the same spot in a week or so.
0: Yeah, indeed. And that's an interesting point. Uh, as we can see here, you know, in the last handful of matchups, we had the the October game, one in January, one in February. We're 0-3 <laughs> in these matchups against okay. Vancouver. So statistically, just even looking at those stats, we'll get into some of the other ones in a little bit here. Just looking at those stats. It's not it's not looking good from a boys. You mentioned losing your captain. We lost our cap our captain as well. Not to injury, but to the trade deadline, you know geo uh, Gio didn't even play in his, in in the game that honored his 1000th game, you know, cuz it was right there leading up to the trade deadline. So, we've had our bumps and bruises came out the gate with five players for our brand new expansion team in COVID protocol mm-hmm. just not what we expected. That being said, uh Joey DeCord uh, was called up from the Charlotte Checkers technically will be a Florida Panthers affiliate moving forward, but we're sharing that AHL team with them also going to be with the team. And uh, our coach, head coach, Dave Haxtel, we're expecting to see Joey at some point in time. Not sure we'll see him tonight, uh, but there's a handful of games coming up here in Seattle before Charlotte. Um, they have a, a buy in the first round of the AHL mm-hmm. playoffs. So he'll eventually go back there. So I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm not, it's not looking good for our boys. Like I said, we'll break down maybe some areas where we can steal a game, but uh, you know, I think learning how to be a complete team is something that Seattle has just not done. We talk a lot about, uh, this on the unlocked on, on Kraken that Seattle's kind of like a teenager, right? Yeah. Like they, they emulate a teenager. It's like they know what to do. They're old enough to you know kind of you know wash their hands and cook their own food. But if they actually do it, it's <laughs> the question. Yeah. Well, I
1: also it comes down to it's again it's an expansion franchise, right? It's gonna take it's building. You got to set the right culture, set the right mentality, and how you can. And it's it's year one right it's exactly. it's year one um, and I'm definitely making a lot of friends in Seattle because I've been praising the Kraken a lot right now so uh, <laughs> that's good
0: Hey, well, we love to hear it. We we need all of the, the good reinforcement <laughs> as possible. So, all that being said, I mean, we don't, we're don't we not in a, a point w- yet in our franchise history where everyone's kind of down and out, dejected. I'm saying this as a, a New York Mets fan, so I, uh, I know that road very well. <laughs> I know that road very well. So everything's new and fresh, and hopefully we're taking that big momentum, as I like to say, into next season. But Justin, coming up next, let's get into, like, again the stats and facts with the head to head we know you are going to win the, the the season series regardless of what happens tonight but uh maybe the Seattle Kraken can uh get some sparks flying on the road so we're going to talk about that but right now Let's talk about HelloFresh. So Justin, you and I were talking, Mm -hmm. obviously we're both a part of the Locked On NHL network here with our respective teams, but I actually, as part of the Locked On NHL network, have been able to try HelloFresh. A lot of the Locked On Kraken listeners know I recently relocated, I'm on the road a lot, just doing other stuff in sports media. So getting to the grocery store and getting good quality food is not always something that I have time for or even access to. So what I love about HelloFresh is that I can go onto the website, I can pick my plan, and I can set my meals for the next two weeks. The HelloFresh chefs really know how to diversify menus and everything is seasonal. So that. In increases the viability and the freshness of the food that you're getting. As I mentioned, you can customize and you can swap things out. Like I'm not a big pork eater, so I can always swap that out if it happens to populate up for me in their back end. Um, and I just think it's amazing. So, what we want you to do is exactly what I did go to HelloFresh.com. Backslash locked on sixteen, and if you use promo code locked on sixteen, you will get up to sixteen free meals and three free gifts as a part of this promo. I am always talking on locked on Kraken about staying fueled, staying hydrated, staying healthy, and HelloFresh can keep you in the running if that's one of your goals. Uh, Can't keep the Seattle Kraken in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but can definitely keep you on track. With your helps your health, excuse me. So again go to HelloFresh.com backslash locked on 16 and use promo code locked on 16 for up to sixteen free meals and three free gifts. Happy cooking. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back with another episode of crossover or squad cast some might say squid cast of locked on kraken along with locked on canucks i'm erica ayala your host of locked on kraken with justin Punior, your host of locked on canucks and just a reminder that justin myself and all of the other locked on nhl hosts when we have games, like tonight, it's a game day, we do post-game recaps, and you can find all of those curated on Locked On Now, and just like everything else on the channel and in the network, it is available on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right, Justin. We made sure that we're paying the bills. Now let's get down to the business, all right? Now this is what the breakdown looks like. I I say that I like to go over these numbers, but that's a little bit of a farce. Kind of I actually a sad don't tale. like Yeah, it's a little bit of a sad tale and it's the it's a broken record at that. You know, um but when you look at some of these power play percentages, penalty kill percentages, I mean, you know, what has been the story special teams throughout the season? For the Vancouver Canucks. And is there anything in these stats and facts that worries you a little bit when it comes to the head to head with the Seattle Kraken?
1: Uh, if I want to put it bluntly, uh, nothing really. <laughs> um, no, uh, it's the NHL. Anybody can get got any game. Um, the one thing about the Canucks, that I will say was with special teams wise, going back to your first question, is it was kind of a tale of two halves, kind of like I would mention before in the mm. season. Um, the Canucks' power play kind of got off to a slow start, and then as you know, Boudreaux came in and and the new regime sort of came in. We saw the power play take off, and right now they're currently sitting, I think eighth or ninth in the league right now. Um, so definitely, uh, it's it's being sorry, they're tied for ninth. Excuse me, they're tied for ninth right now. Top ten power play, and I think the trajectory that you project, and we're look, looking forward to next year all these core power play members are going to be back. And if they continue to nail this system down and figure it out and continue to master, I can see this power play being a top 10 power play for years to come. Um, Stats-wise, otherwise, look, I guess maybe, I mean, actually, I'm sorry. I can't really say anything. Stats-wise, it jumps out to me against the Kraken. But what I will say, though, is this. You have Philip Grubauer in net tonight, and You know, he is a very capable goalie and he can, you know, win a game if needed. So, I think that's my biggest worry if I'm looking at the Kraken so far.
0: You know, I think that's fair, including that the stats really don't worry you because why would they? To your point, you have a top 10 power play. We do not. Uh, It's a top 30 power play in a (laughs) uh, a 32-team league. Penalty kill. We do outrank on the penalty kill a little bit here, but you know, uh, the Seattle Kraken as of late, especially in the second period, that second frame. Oh my goodness. We're just, it's like goal on goal on goal, just giving up so many goals, which leads to the goals for goals against. I always look at this to get, A vibe of like, how much of my hair am I going to be pulling out for a Seattle Kraken game? If you look at the goals for, we're averaging 2.59 goals. That's only 30th in, again, a 32-team league where you're in the top 20, Yep, just under, literally just under three goals a game. You know, but then look at how many goals we're giving up. You mentioned Philip Grubauer. We also have Dreger who's been getting a little bit more rotation. I mentioned that Joey DeCord is expected to get some time, but these goalies, man, we've been putting them through the ringer all season. Hey. Defensive breakdowns, poor exits, poor entries that turnover that become sloppy turnovers. And so, yeah, some of these numbers are unfair to our goalies, and we're giving up. Uh, you know, almost 3.5 goals a game, you know, and, and that's that's not going to win you many hockey games.
1: Definitely not. And that's why, you know, many, Can- many Canucks fans will say we are very happy to have Thatcher Demko in that because Thatcher Demko this year has really solidified himself in my personal opinion, and I think many Canucks fans would agree. He is an all-star, a caliber goalie, an elite goalie, and just how much that does for a team confidence-wise, knowing that, hey, we have a guy back there that we could take some chances and he will stop more shots than he allows in, right? And I guess that's a, that's a big reason why the Canucks are, uh, you know, 11th in goals, um, 11th in goals allowed at 2.85 because they have a guy in Thatcher Demko who can shut teams down. Um, and it's just been, I think more so the Canucks, you know, defense is kind of a testament to how good their goaltending has been this year with Thatcher Demko more so than the actual defense core itself, because as we all know yeah. the Canucks on the defense core it needs some work. It needs some work. And, um, oh, yeah. but we have the goalie, the, the backbone of your team solidifying Thatcher Demko. So, which um, is another positive going with Canucks.
0: Yeah, indeed. All right, so let's talk a little bit about players to watch here. You know, we see that uh, if we if we looked at the head-to-head on the screen before, it's for the Seattle Kraken, Jared McCann, Yanni Gord, Vince Dunn, and Victor Rosk. That being said, Vince Dunn um, is – day-to-day mm-hmm. so we don't know defensively what he's going to be able to do but in the last five games has collected five assists victor rosk and jared mccann along with the rookie number two pick overall maddie Beniers, mm-hmm. they just recently had their point streak snapped but looking to get them going again, but, uh, Yanni Gord just got his 100th goal and is probably, especially among players that are still with the team. Uh, the Seattle Kraken will be doing a vote, uh, a fan vote and a media vote for MVP of the season. And I gotta think that Yanni Gord three goals in the last five games is, uh, up at the top of the list. I'd have to give, you know, some special consideration though, again, to Philip Grubauer in particular Drieger and on the IR a few times with random injuries and Grubauer had to do a lot of work for a team that again was giving up a lot of goals I know you mentioned some players earlier but for your money Justin who are some players to watch and maybe even some players to bet on when you're looking at those bet online uh lines and odds definitely this game
1: definitely um I'm actually interested in Spencer Martin. So Spencer Martin just got recalled because Yaroslav Halak is out with injury. I am intrigued to see what Spencer Martin can do. He's expected to start tonight. Potentially it hasn't been confirmed yet, but I'm interested because remember he, he played a couple of games earlier this year and was a revelation. You know, he had a 9.958 save percentage, 1.59 goals against average. And I see him next year stepping into being Thatcher Demko's full-time backup. So I'm interested to see what Spencer Martin can provide in net on the offensive front. I think I want to see JT Miller get to hundred points. Um, That's where I would want to put my money on JT Miller getting a couple points tonight. Also Connor Garland, Connor Garland got off to an extremely hot start coming over from Arizona, tailed off a lot in the middle of the season, but of late he's picked it right back up and he, Like I said, I want to see him hit the 20-goal plateau. So I like Connor Garland, JT Miller, and Spencer Martin tonight are my three players to kind of watch tonight against the Kraken.
0: Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, you got to play the games. Uh, That's how we know for sure how everything pans out. But uh, coming up next, we're going to give our predictions for how this game is going to go. But then also, we want our fans to to know uh, our co-hosts from around the around the network so justin i'm gonna let kraken fans get to know a little bit about you ask you a few questions and then we'll do the same and let vancouver canucks fans know a little bit about me that's what's coming up on our crossover but
1: first before we do that i want to talk to you guys about rock auto this episode is brought to you by rock auto with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models it's impossible to it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions like is your odyssey an lx or ex all those confusing questions that nobody really wants to answer and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry you have a computer at home and you have access to rockauto.com also in your pocket with your phone Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can use Rock Auto? Rock Auto is a family business serving do it yourself, do it yourselfers for over the last 20 years. And as I mentioned before, their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can eat brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So today I want you guys to go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the in their how did you hear about us section so you, they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. We're back, Erica. And I know you want your fans to get to know what it's like to be a Canucks fan. So I'm here to answer all the questions. Kraken fans might (laughs) want to know about the sometimes awesome, sometimes disheartening life of being a Vancouver Canucks fan.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, let's get it started. Cause you know, I'm sure Kraken fans, especially watching on YouTube have noticed that you've got that Mariners cap on, Mm -hmm. but uh, you know, Vancouver does not have uh, an MLB team. So how did you become a Seattle Mariners fan uh, and a host of Locked on Canucks?
1: So start there. Okay. So let's, so I'm from Vancouver and as many people know in Seattle, Vancouver is an hour and a half drive or so from, uh, from uh, Seattle or to Seattle, just down the I-5 through the border right there. So growing up, you know, we would always go to Seattle all the time, uh, whether that's shopping because, you know, things are cheaper. there, getting gas, you know, gas is very expensive these days in the world. So, Traveling down to the States for us was always a convenient factor. Um, and sports-wise, growing up, uh, of course, the, for all you guys out there, the Seahawks are my – the Seahawks and the Canucks are my two teams that I would go to the grave with, like, loving for life. Um, so simply because they're the closest thing in proximity to what um, we saw. So uh, diehard Seahawks fan, diehard Canucks fan. Mariners, uh, let's, okay, so here's the thing. In Canada, right, it's the Blue Jays are the only team. <laughs> And they get kind of shoved down our throat. And me, I'm the type of guy that I don't want to always follow the trend, right? And, again, people in Seattle might not know, might understand this, but in Vancouver, we are kind of considered the little brother to Toronto, which is, like, the biggest city in Canada, right? And so, basically, everything in Toronto kind of gets glorified as a Canadian. And I – everybody in Vancouver, we don't always love Toronto. We always think we're better than them. We definitely are more beautiful than Toronto by absolutely means. The mountains, the ocean – Nothing could touch that. So whenever I, go, whenever the Blue Jays would come, we, people, would, all, my, all the family friends would always go down to Seattle to watch the games. and they'd all be wearing their Blue Jays jerseys and stuff like that. And I just wear my Mariners hat because I have Pacific Northwest pride, and that's I love it. Yeah, that's kind of my I love favorite.
0: that. I love it. Contrarian. I love it. Yeah. It's like yeah, don't don't give me what you what you want for me. Let me make my own choices exactly, here. I respect exactly. that. I respect that. All right. But it's, it's the Canucks and the Seahawks to the grave. That's what I'm hearing. To the
1: grave. On every Sunday during NFL season, I will not be disrupted during a Seahawks game. During the <laughs> NHL season during a Canucks game, I cannot be disrupted. Unless, unless the game is meaningless, then I can kind of slide off. But uh, tonight, I will definitely be glued in to watch the Kraken and the Canucks. Because also, not only are the Canucks playing their rivals, the Kraken, they're bringing back the retro flying skate jerseys, which, as we all know in Canucks Nation, are jerseys that are everybody wants to see back on a full-time basis. I want to see them back. I think all of Canucks Nation wants to see them back. So if you're not watching it for the hockey, at least watch it for the jerseys. <laughs>
0: I love that. All right, oh, gotta have the swag. Exactly. I love that absolutely. Well, I do not have Pacific Northwest ties, although I'm trying to be like you know, I, I'd like to be adopted maybe. Because to your point, it's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I am from the I'm from the other coast. coast. Uh, I'm a New Yorker. East Coast ride or die. That's my ride or die for sure. I already mentioned I'm a Mets fan. Oh. Absolutely. I right. listen, 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 listen. I made my choice and I'm sticking to it. So <laughs> I respect uh... that. I respect that. <laughs> um yeah but I will say uh I believe uh the the Mets have won every series they've played this season so I'm I'm holding on to that it's you still know? early though it's still you early the baseball believe. season it is very early I already know this as a Mets fan you don't gotta tell me I'm just saying right now I have bragging rights so I gotta take advantage definitely most definitely. while I can absolutely we also don't throw beer cans at you know, hey, teams from I, I, Ohio. I'm just saying yeah. that's absolutely a dig at the Yankees because, well, anyway, we don't have time for that on our NHL podcast. But um, but yeah, so I um became a host of this show because I actually started doing some freelance writing for uh the uh, NHL Seattle. They weren't even the Seattle Kraken yeah. yet. And really just love the culture. I come from the women's hockey space, um, but also, you know, I'm, I'm Black and Latina in hockey, which when I was growing up, you know, in an original six market, uh, I was told that hockey is for white people and for yeah. white dudes in particular. So um, women's hockey has kind of opened that up for me to see all of the culture that already exists in hockey. And I think the Seattle Kraken uh, proved to be a team that from the start um, can really start, shifting that narrative mm-hmm. and and not utilizing, you know, really an exhausting antiquated ideas that hockey only looks a particular way. So uh, that's what brought me on board. I also love to talk in case you haven't figured that out. <laughs> so, you know, talking hockey, talking to a new hockey team sounds sounds like fun to me. Yeah,
1: I, I love what you said there, Erica, about the diversity and how, you know, growing up in New York, you felt that that you were told, excuse me, that hockey was just for, you know, predominantly white people. So for those of you who don't know, I'm East Indian, I'm Indian heritage, and Vancouver has a very big um, South Asian population. And the one thing I will always say is when you go to a Canucks game, you will see people from all different walks of life there. You will see people from the, you know, Oriental, South Asian. Um, indigenous you know why everybody it's a melting pot for everybody to come because i find that the canucks at least from my experience have been a sort of a beacon or a kind of a a thing that everybody can relate to and i think that's what makes um this that's what attracts me to the canucks so much because everybody no matter what you look like everybody we can all complain about the canucks we can all cry about the canucks we can all cheer about the canucks (laughs) Um, and that's awesome to hear. I think hockey definitely needs to have the whole thing hockey is for all, and I definitely agree with that.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, tonight hockey is between your team and my new team. The Vancouver Canucks will host the Seattle Kraken before the Kraken come back to Climate Pledge Arena to close out the homestand Wednesday and Friday, I believe. So, all right, we already know the Vancouver Canucks, you got the series. You're gonna get the series no matter what happens. But Justin. For your money, uh, what's going to be the final score? Are we going to see extra hockey? Are we getting free hockey tonight, or is it going three rounds and that's it?
1: It's going to be three periods. It's going to be short, quick, and simple, kind of like when you go to the not like when you go to the dentist and they try to pull your teeth. Because <laughs> look, the Canucks are going to win. I think they're going to win very handily. Uh, right now, the money line is set at the Canucks minus two hundred. Um, I'd actually take the puck line for all you betters out there. So the Canucks buy two basically two or more goals i'll take that the canucks will win at least by two goals and for goal scorers because i've been hitting on those lately as all my listeners would know give me connor garland to score and give me jt miller to score and for Kraken fans out there give me jared mccann the ex canuck to score as well
0: (laughs) that's right we love our revenge games we love our revenge games not all of them have actually amounted to any ounce of revenge But uh, they're still fun to talk about. I like that. I like that pick. Seattle Kraken fans and Lockdown Kraken fans know Jared McCann. He's one of my guys. Mm -hmm. Ace Boon Coon, A1 Day 1 from when I was out in Seattle covering training camp and preseason. So, yeah, I like McCann. I also mentioned he's one of a few guys that just recently had their streak snapped. Um, but I gotta go, Maddie Beniers too. Mm, rookie, I followed okay, him. Okay. I followed his career. I think he's gonna get back on track here. Uh, been able to follow his career. I was actually in Beijing, China for the Winter Olympics. Nice. Covered him there. Went to the Frozen Four in Boston. Covered him there. So yeah, in this house, we respect. We put respect on Maddie Beniers' name, uh, and you know he's great at picking up garbage goals, uh, picking up the puck in front of net, and uh, the Seattle Kraken need. Something like that. So I'm going McCann. I like your pick for McCann. I also believe in Maddie Beneers. Also, always love my dude. Another Bostonian. You know, the Massachusetts love. Ryan Donato, Maddie Beneers. I like it. That's what I'm going with for players to watch.
1: But who wins the game, in your opinion?
0: Oh, well, you know, see, well, why did you have to you put me on the spot there? <laughs> I agree with you. The money line is the way it is because in all three games, the Seattle Kraken have lost by two or more goals, uh, and three in the last two in particular. So uh, I already said Jared McCann, Ryan Donato, and uh, and Maddie Beneers are going to score. So I guess that means you're getting a sixth spot.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I will take that. I will take that. <laughs>
0: I think it's going to be a little closer. I say maybe. I think we'll we'll go five four. But yes, in favor of okay. the Vancouver Canucks. Okay. There you got me to say it. It's on the record. Good job, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> uh, I was I was ready to roll into the end credits. Yeah, no, no, we had to get that. We
1: had to get that out there before we before we finish this.
0: Well played. Well played. <laughs> Well, it has been a delight, Justin, to do this squad cast or crossover episode with you and Locked On Canucks. Again, I am Erica with Locked On Kraken, and we put it—we put our uh, predictions in. But as Allison Lucan, the amazing data analysis uh, analyst, excuse me, for the Seattle Kraken says, "But you gotta play, and that's why we play the games to see how it all." boils down. So we'll see. Uh, We're both saying that the Canucks walk away with the win at home, uh, but I guess you'll have to watch Locked On now and follow Locked On Canucks and Locked On Kraken on social to get our post-game wrap-up. Justin, I'm going to let you send us home since you're the home team.
1: Thank you, Erica. Like I said, I want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks and today Locked On Kraken your first listen of the day. For your second listen of the day, take a listen to the guys at Locked On NHL to get all the rest of your NHL news and notes covered. Erica, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you tomorrow after potentially a Canucks win.